Palm Sunday Sermon. Palm Sunday Sermon. Palm trees and Hosanna. So, in John 12, 1 through 13, we are going to get a view of what occurred before Palm Sunday. So, in the day or so leading up to when they waved the palms at Jesus, what occurred. So you're going to see a description of what happened before Jesus was worshipped and uh, adored and blessed with palms being waved at him. So John 12, 1-13 Then Jesus, six days before the Passover, came to Bethany, where Lazarus was which had been dead whom he raised from the dead. There they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with Jesus. Then took Mary a pound of ointment of spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Then saith one of the disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him. Why was not this ointment sold for three hundred pence and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the bag and bare what was put in them. Then said Jesus, let her alone. Against the day of my burying hath she kept this. For the poor always ye have with you, but me ye have not always. Much people of the Jews therefore knew that he was there, and they came not for Jesus' sake only, but that they might see Lazarus also, whom he had raised from the dead. But the chief priests consulted that they might put Lazarus also to death, because that by reason of him many of the Jews went away and believed on Jesus. On the next day, much people that were come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. So... Six days before the Passover, where Lazarus was dead, and um, whom he raised from the dead, well, he had been dead. So it's speaking about Lazarus and how Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. So now they're at supper, and all of a sudden Mary comes with ointment of spikenard, and it's very expensive. This is something that is so precious and she anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped it with her hair and the whole place is filled with the scent and Judas the betrayer he was mad that she used this ointment um, 
and that she put it on Jesus' feet to anoint him. And Jesus said, let her alone. This is uh, against the day of my burying that she has kept this. So Jesus is talking to his betrayer. And Jesus knows this is his betrayer, Judas. And Judas is worried about money and what could have been a price for the ointment or the oil, the ointment. And so Jesus is telling his accuser that they're going to bury me and this is for my burying. He's, he's speaking to the betrayer, the one who's going to turn him over to death and saying, this is for my burying. So Jesus was clear what was going to happen. And Judas, you would think that he would get some kind of understanding and not go ahead with the plan to to um, betray Jesus. But at that time, maybe he wasn't thinking about it. It hadn't come up yet. But when the situation presented itself, you would think he would remember that Jesus was talking about his burial and things like that. And it seemed like Judas was in a fog or something because he didn't bring it. It didn't come to his remembrance that Jesus was supposed to die and that he would be the one to turn him over to death. But he's so worried about the price of the ointment. And now he's boo-hooing, oh, it should have been for the poor. Like he's so high and holy and he just wants the best for the poor. But Jesus is telling him, you have the poor with you always, but I'm not going to be with you always. So then a lot of the Jews came out to see Jesus, but they were also there to see Lazarus. This is a great thing that was done. Lazarus was in the tomb for many days and then he he was um, resurrected from the dead and Jesus is the one that did it and so people wanted to see Jesus and the one he had resurrected and instead of wanting to talk to him and get to know him and, and talk about what his experience was they were consulting the chief priests were consulting to put Lazarus to death and they were mad because by reason of him many of the Jews went away and believed on Jesus so because Lazarus was raised from the dead many people believed on Jesus and many of the Jews went away from their ordinary worshiping and started worshiping Jesus now in this setting, on the next day, after they had consulted to put Lazarus to death, and they wanted to see Lazarus, um, they had a feast. And when they heard Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took palm branches and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. So these people were worshiping Jesus. 
Jesus, who is God in the flesh. They were worshiping him, and uh, they may not have known all the things that were going to transpire, but this is something that occurred because it was a part of God's plan. So because it was a part of God's plan for Jesus to be worshipped this way before his death, um, many people did it. And they cried Hosanna to Jesus. Now, it's Hosanna is save now we pray. So, Hosanna means save now we pray. They may not have understood what they were saying, but Hosanna means save now we pray. And so, he was going to go to the cross to save mankind. And that what they were crying was in line with what was going to occur. See, many things were happening that were in line with the fact that Jesus would die. The anointing of his feet and the wiping of the ointment with his hair, with her hair, Mary. Uh, so these things were set in place and happening according to God's purpose and God's plan that Jesus would be revered before he died because Jesus is God in the flesh. And so that had to be on the forefront that this person that was going to die is not just any normal person dying. This is the very God that made everything in the flesh that was going to die for mankind. So Hosanna means save now we pray. And this is what they were crying. And they said, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. So they were blessing his name or blessing the king that comes in the name of the Lord. And that is Jesus who is God in the flesh. So Palm Sunday happened. People waved palms at Jesus and said, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So after Palm Sunday, then there's Good Friday and all the different things occurred where um, Mary washed Jesus' feet with um, ointment and uh, she used her hair to anoint his feet and it was um, something beautiful that she did for him. But Judas, who was, who would betray Jesus eventually, told her, why would you waste that on him when you can give this, have sold it and given it to the poor? Jesus said, the poor you have with you always. I, I'm not going to be here with you always. And he said, Jesus also said that she is anointing him for his burial. Jesus was saying all along that he was going to die, but no one really took it to heart. I guess it wasn't in them for them to understand it at that time so that the things that needed to happen would be fulfilled. So uh, after um, 
he was betrayed. Jesus was betrayed. Then uh, a lot of different things occurred uh, where Peter was asking Jesus about washing his feet. And Jesus said, if I don't wash your feet, you don't have any part with me. And Peter said, not just my feet, but my hand and my head also. And Jesus said, you, you don't need to clean everything. You're already clean. You just need your feet to be clean. And so different things occurred that led up to Jesus actually being crucified on the cross for our sins. Now, Jesus was taken to be jailed and things like that. And he had to carry a cross. Uh, then Simon the Cyrenian came out and carried the cross for him. Um, it is purported that Simon the Cyrenian was a black man. And um, he carried the cross of Jesus. Uh, but Jesus ultimately did the task of dying for our sins. He was on the cross. They nailed his hands and his feet to the cross. There were two people on the cross beside him on either side. And uh, they were guilty of what they had done. And one of them said so. And they, one was not believing in Jesus and the other one did believe in Jesus. And Jesus said to the one that believed in him, this day shalt thou be with me in paradise. And he basically, because he knew he would be dying for sins, once that was final, then the person on the cross next to him could definitely be with him in paradise because paradise would be open to those who believe in Jesus. So the person on the, the cross was going to be able to be with Jesus. And he didn't get baptized in water and baptized with the Holy Spirit, but he believed in Jesus. So... His spirit could have been uh, endued with uh, God because of the fact that he believed on Jesus. And so he was, um, before there was actual baptism, of, well, well, not before, but he went into, he was going to go into heaven without being baptized. But it's you need to be baptized of water and of the Spirit to enter into heaven. But that person believed on Jesus, and he didn't have time to be baptized, but he was able to go into heaven, to go into paradise with Jesus. So if you have the time to be baptized, you must be baptized. If you don't, that is rebellion, and that is a sin. You are not following God. But the person on the cross next to Jesus didn't have time to be able to do that. And he surely went to heaven. So if people get saved and they're at their end, the answer to the question is, will they get into heaven without being baptized? Yes, they can when they're at their end and they get saved and they'll go into heaven. But anyway, Jesus... 
uh, he died on the cross. Uh, the sun refused to shine when he died. And uh, one of the uh, soldiers said, surely this is the son of God. They realized after that there was an earthquake. Uh, the veil of the temple was rent in two. The veil between the holy place and the holy of holies where only the priests would be able to go into um, and it was for where the Ark of the Covenant of God and everything was in there where the manna was inside um, but the death of Christ is so important it is what has bought our liberty Jesus shed blood on the cross you can find this in the Gospels and it talks about all the different things that occurred before, during, and after Jesus died. Now, Jesus, when Jesus died, he was he said he before he died he said, "Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do." When they because they had done so many things to him, they spit on him. They fulfilled the scriptures by casting lots for his garments. And they put crowns of thorns upon his head, so his head, forehead and head was bleeding. Thorns they put on his head to mock him. Um, it was just so many things going on that Jesus dealt with in that time that it would be where someone else who's going through this thinks that no one understands what they're going through. Well, Jesus understood what many people who, who were crucified before him went through how they felt except his was worse they were spitting on him taking his clothes they gave him vinegar to drink when he asked for water oh it was just so wicked what they were doing to him but it was for a purpose and for a plan god planned to allow jesus to suffer and die so that we would be Save from our sins. Jesus, Yeshua means save, Savior. Yahweh is salvation. And Jesus' name is Emmanuel, which means God with us. So God himself got on the cross. He took upon himself flesh so that he would be able to die being sinless, not being vulnerable to sin. He would be able to withstand the cross and withstand death and be able to save us from our sins. Jesus is the savior of the whole world and those who accept him, they will definitely be saved. Those who confess him as Lord in the name of Jesus, those who believe that he is Lord and savior, they will be his children. They will be with him in paradise. So if you confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord and you believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead. Yes, he raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. So now on the third day, Jesus rose from the dead. So because Jesus rose from the dead, you can be saved. So what you need to do now is confess Jesus Christ as Lord. Believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead. And you are saved because Jesus Christ rose on the third day. This is Resurrection Sunday that Jesus rose on the third day. And he is Lord of Lord and King of King. 
he defeated hell, death, and the grave. And none of those can touch him anymore. He allowed himself to die so that we would live. So all you need to do is give your life to him. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father but by him. Palm Sunday leads to Good Friday, which leads to Easter Sunday. Jesus Christ is mankind's soul keeper. On Palm Sunday, people waved palms and shouted Hosanna to Jesus Christ, our heavenly manna. On Good Friday, soldiers slapped him and cast lots for his clothes. But God in the flesh died on the cross for us, not caring for his own earthly woes. On Easter, Jesus rose our souls to save. To as many as believe he was resurrected and the stone rolled away from his grave. After revealing himself to his disciples and walking on the sod, Jesus Christ ascended up into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God. Palms wave holds and a three day Jesus died and rose. He triumphed over all his foes. Death and hell couldn't hold him, no.